Christopher Heater. Hello, Case. Are you ready to try some LaCroix? Yes, I've actually been looking forward to this all day. Um, drinking my first LaCroix of the day is is probably one of my greatest highlights of my day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you say that it's quintessential to your morning routine? I would say it's iambic. Mm. Elaborate. Well, Case, uh, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what that means other than iambic pentameter, which is uh, Shakespeare's but, thing. But I will – it just it – mm-hmm. no, no. I'm not going to apologize for that. No, it feels well, like – Well, no, it, it's you, – you spoke beyond truth. The word you said is the word that you meant. Yes. And – And it's what much, I felt, Case. Much like how you brought it back to Shakespeare, staying with the classics, we're starting off with the classics. Mixed berry. One of the most – Iconic LaCroix, one of the first LaCroix people think of, possibly even one of the first LaCroix to ever be produced. So, Chris, tell, tell us a little bit about your first exposure to mixed berry LaCroix. Well, thank you, Case, for, um, for asking me that question. Uh, 2014, uh, Target, Okemos, mm-hmm. Michigan. Gotcha. I had really started, you know, I went from Diet Coke. I went from regular soda and gained lots of weight. Mm-hmm. And then went to diet soda, and that wasn't much better. Apparently, there's lots of sodium case. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Lacroix, and I started with citrus Lacroix, and I said, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. And I saw this pink package with these beautiful dips and dives and squigglies on it, and it was mixed berry. Mm. And um, I haven't had it in about four or five years. Mixed berry. Mm-hmm. Some would say that mixed berry is the first delve. Everyone starts off with citrus. It's a very quick transition from a Sprite, perhaps, or a 7-Up, maybe even a Sierra Mist, right into like a lemon or a lime LaCroix. It's not that hard of a transition. But once you hit that mixed berry, there's nothing yeah. else quite like it. And it's yeah, just a it, deeper, it's a and deeper dive from there. It really, it really, really is. And now we're, I mean, without foreshadowing, hibiscus LaCroix, uh, Pomplemousse LaCroix, whole different Coconut. worlds. Oh, my oh. God. And we've gotten there. Oh. But we need to take a step back before we bring our audience to that level that we're at. And what a better place to start than at the Mixed Berry LaCroix. My first experience with Mixed Berry was my grandmother used to buy packages and keep them at our house. She eventually, she's at, she's at a status beyond all of us. She drinks plain LaCroix, no flavors, purist. She went down that rabbit hole and she came back with the bare bones minimum of what she needs to be happy from LaCroix. Yeah. That I never want to see again. And she went back to pure. She went back to pure. She cleansed her palate. She said, you know what? Enough with flavor. The Croy is all I need. It was just stopping her. It was preventing her. And hopefully one day we'll be there, but only time will tell. Now I'd rather be a degenerate case. Mixed berry degenerate. Sorry, continue. No, I was going to say, are you you ready for the first crack? The, the the, The crack that will echo throughout time as being the first time we open up a LaCroix on this the podcast. Crack heard around the world. Three, two, one. That was a really satisfying crack. Yeah. 
Sometimes I feel that the colder the can is, the more satisfying the crack is. Would you? Would yeah, you concur I think it's with because that? of the nitrogen. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I have to agree. It's. I mean, if you look at the nutrition facts, nitri- nitrogen's on there. Yeah, you got to you got to squint a little bit. It's not there for the average viewer. I'll tell you that much. And there's also some hydrogen, um, mm. and there's also some oxide. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some would say dihydrogen monoxide is in this. Case, did you know that if you don't drink enough dihydrogen monoxide, you'll die, and if you drink dihydrogen monoxide, you will die. I know I, I did not. I did not know that. I actually, um, I, I'm really happy that you, you brought the chemical aspect of LaCroix in this early. I was frankly quite intimidated by it and wasn't ready to bring it up. And the bravery that you've shown has made me brave myself and ready, 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 to, ready to proclaim that, yeah, there's chemicals in this. The good kind, not the kind that you can get rid of with good omens and good auras and maybe a crystal here and there, maybe a little bit of anti-vax. This is, this is, this is, the, this is the good shit. And you pay for what you get. I mean, how much is a package of LaCroix? $1,000, $2,000? I don't know. I've never bought one for myself. How many yen? I want to know how many yen one LaCroix is. What's the conversion? What's the conversion? Nobody wants to tell us. Are Chinese LaCroix worth more than American LaCroix? Are they, are they spelled with Chinese characters or is it still using traditional Roman characters? Is it still in, in France? Is it still called LaCroix or is it called the Croix? You know, what, 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 if they, what if they want to keep the cultural aspect, but flip it? It's like how when Dora, when Dora, when Tico, you know, Tico from Dora? No. Tico the squirrel, he speaks Spanish. Okay. Only Spanish, doesn't know a lick of English. In other countries, he doesn't speak Spanish. In Spain, Tico doesn't speak Spanish. They already know Spanish there. Dora speaks Spanish. You know what Tico speaks? English. No. A cultural reset. Wow. A cultural reset to prioritize. And I don't, I'd, I'd only hope that a company with the moral background of LaCroix would do the same thing in other countries. But I mean, only time will tell. Moving sure. on, moving on. First waft. Okay. First waft. We're going to pour it into the glass and we're going to waft okay. it. Look at the bubbles on that. Some may say that's a perfect pour. Hey, Cheers. To a, to, a hel- to a healthy waft. Okay. Oh, hold it in. Hold wow. it in. Hold it in. Hold it in. <sighs> I think I might need a sec. I think I might need a second waft in that one. Oh my god! Raspberry. Blackberry. Blackberry. Black. It's very black. Blackberry black. Flavor. Blackberry. Blackberry. Would I say it's guava? It is. It it it, it 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 gets in it gets in the nose and it says, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna hang out here." It cozies itself up, and right when you it don't think it's it gets in the cracks, and right when you think that it's done, punches you. Doesn't pay rent. You got to kick it out. Doesn't want to get out. Yes, it's it starts that. picketing. It makes it makes a it makes a renters union. It tells you we're not leaving, and then one day, it's gone. 
and you got to go for that second waft and you start the process all over again. And you might say that you hate it, but what would you really be? The landlord's worst nightmare case. Exactly. But it's also the thrill of the game. It's the thrill of the sport. You know, something I, before we sip it in my waft, I'm not getting very much strawberry and I am a little on the fence about that. I get lots of blackberry, lots of raspberry, but no strawberry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that was a conscious choice to subvert our expectations? Or do you think somewhere along the way, a key element was lost? I think it was conscious. I bet it's cheaper that way. Mm, mm, mm. I feel like LaCroix mm. took a little shortcut in the berry without adding strawberry. I'd I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to disagree. I really would. Because Mm. when you think of berry, strawberry is the first berry. Hell, it has berry in the name. Most berries do, but it's, it's separate. It's not hyphenated. It's not connected. It's not blackberries. One word, strawberry, blackberries, two words. Strawberry is one word. It's expected. It's, it's, it's part of our public consciousness of what a berry is. And by removing that, they're subverting our expectations. Much like how the mixed berry, LaCroix, subverts our expectations of what a LaCroix can be. Mm. When you're at that Very first true. tier of lemon and lime and you're feeling good and you think, what's, what's so special about this drink? It's just Sprite that tastes like TV static. And then you let that mixed berry hit and it's, it's like being... It's like being baptized being born again letting the the reins of truth come Mm. upon you and open up a side of your life you didn't know was there before yes but it also might constrict you with that same baptism into the waters of the LaCroix you may feel constricted by the religion being forced onto you by drinking this now Mm -hmm. I think that we should try this and I I just want to bring up a point that you talked about before we sip on this Mm -hmm. and I think that I just want to say something I've realized through what you've been talking about is all berries have seeds, but not all seeds are berries. Let me sit on that for a second. Let me just let it ferment. Cause that's, that's a lot. It's a lot. Every berry has a seed, but not every seed is part of a berry. (sighs) We're hitting that point. We're getting there. Wow. We're not, we're not finding just flavor in these LaCroix. We're finding universal truths that are only exposed when two men unabashed by flavor, unafraid to experience, start drinking LaCroix. Shall we tease ourselves with the first sip? We should, Case. Now, for our first-time listeners, and that's all of you because this is our first, we sacrifice the first sip. We let it sit, we let it resonate, but then we spit it out. That one's the one that gets offered back to the world, back to nature. I mean... If we drink all the water, we're going to run out of LaCroix. A little bit has to go back. From ashes to ashes and dust to dust. The sun also ariseth. Let us tease. 
Wow. Mm. Just as good as the first time. Mm. Just as bold and classic as I remember it. I get a sweetness. I get a sweetness on... That was the first thing that hit me was like a sweet, like a kindness, mm. like somebody that's been around you your whole life, like a, like a platonic lover. Oh, oh, like a, like a soft, tender kiss from that one, that one girl in the schoolyard that you, you shared an intimate moment with underneath the swings or we're talking like, like a hip aunt. Ooh, let's drink beer in our garage. I'm talking about. I'm talking about a hit band. Mm. Give her a name. What would her name be? Because I have one in mind and I want to see if it matches yours. Pestilence. I would never lie to you, Chris Heater. I had the same name in mind. No, you stop that. I, I, uh, to the, to the, till the day I die, I know this to be true. I had the same name in mind. Wow. LaCroix brings people together. Yeah, I'm eager. Really I'm, e- I'm, I'm, I'm eager for the second sip. I don't know about you. That first wasn't enough. Shall, shall we finish? Shall we, we sip should. and bitch and enjoy this LaCroix? It's great to be here, Case. It really is wonderful to be here. How, how has your week been? It's been, it's been pretty good. I've been mm-hmm. trying to stay driven. I wake up at 9 a.m. every day and I start working out at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I come back from my workout and I drink a LaCroix and I drink a protein smoothie and I eat five eggs, but just the egg whites. Just the egg whites? Yeah. Why not the yolk? Is it, is it too much? Is it like trans fats or something in there? I don't know. I honestly just like egg whites better. Oh. And... Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting a lot more protein and less fat mm. that way. Hmm. It's hard yeah, to sleeping. stay slim in a quarantine. It is. It is. Oh my gosh. I didn't weigh myself before, but I'm, I feel like I'm much more than I usually am. I just feel more bloated. You know, I don't necessarily yeah, feel like, I just feel like I like, I start off the day like feeling normal. And by the end of the day, I just feel like puffed up from drinking too much LaCroix from sitting around, but no, you got to stay busy. You got to, you got to, you got to make your own art. It's the only way to stay through it. And our art is LaCroix. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. And mm-hmm. you know, Case, you brought up a good point, feeling bloated. I, I specifically recall one time I drank five LaCroix in two mm. hours. I tried to replace my water intake with, this is a true story, with a LaCroix intake. <laughs> and just just crushing them i felt i felt like have you ever seen willy wonka and the chocolate factory the old one? Oh, like the blueberry bitch who gets all bloated no no i <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the really one they have to like roll they have to like roll out out of, <laughs> out yes. of the fucking factory <laughs> no i felt like the grandpa and charlie when they were in that bubble room and they were just floating and they, oh, had to and they like got stuck in the down. ceiling. Yeah. I felt like a balloon. You just felt like you're going to get up and fucking fly away. <laughs> yeah. 
and oh I had to gosh. burp my way back down to earth. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I like got cramps. You can you can drink too too many Lacroix. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint of heart. Definitely not. Even us, dare I say, professional Lacroix drinkers have to take a break every once in a while. Oh, indubitably. Mm-hmm. Do you ever drink a Lacroix while laying down, and then you stand up, and then it just all comes out? Oh. Like I'll be I'll be sitting on a couch with my head tilted forward and I'll just like crush at least two cans, you know? I like to mix it up too. I never drink two of the fl- same flavor in a row. I feel like I'm favoring one over the other and I don't want to displease the LaCroix. And I'll have my head forward and I'll be like, I don't know, playing a video game or going on my phone. And then I stand up and it's just like, <laughs> it just like comes like this hot wave oh, yeah. from the lower part of your stomach. <laughs> and then you're like, you get that feeling in your throat of just like like TV static. Yep, scratching. I know exactly Ugh. what you're talking about. It's a terrible feeling. I will be honest. That is a terrible feeling. But it's it's almost sort of like it reminds me of Freitag's pyramid where the climax of the Lacroix is your last sip. That's the point of no return. You finish the Lacroix. And it's got to the world's got to balance itself back out. You got to come back to the way you were before. That's how the tragic yeah. hero the tragic hero drinks the LaCroix. That's the inception of his story. Drinks the LaCroix. He finishes it. It's the climax. He's got to come back down from there somehow. The only way by doing that is to burp it back out. Like that. And end the journey the same as he was before, a little bit wiser. And exactly like that. Exactly like that. I mean, we're not even done yet. We're already no, I'm we're ahead, of, our, we're ahead of ourselves. It's, I'm I, very pleasant. I, mm-hmm. I feel very pleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring up a good point with the pyramid. It made me think of Pavlov's dogs because I I feel like you can empathize with me here as Mm -hmm. a professional LaCroix drinker. But when you hear that first crack, does your mouth start to, you know, it's ready. The thirst, the thirst valves are opening. Yes. Just like Pavlov's dogs. (sighs) I heard this interesting thing about how, if we follow Pavlov's thought process, wouldn't Pavlov also feel like feeding the dogs every time he heard the bell? Mm. So mm. when he rings the bell, the dogs salivate because they know they're getting food. And every time he rings the bell, does he get an urge to feed the dogs? Yes, he must. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, how, how was... could he separate himself from that theory? Well, maybe because he's not re- he's not rewarding himself, so it's not positive reinforcement. Right. Or maybe he gets like a joy out of feeding the dogs. He must get some level of joy, especially doing it all that time. I mean, did he feed them personally? I believe so. Yeah, he would. So he'd ring the bell and then feed them, and then anytime from that point on that he rang the bell, they'd all start salivating and thinking they were going to get fed. Mm. I'm already feeling the burps coming. Do you ever do a feel a burp and then you close your mouth and you let it come out of your nose? Yeah, it's aromatic. Yeah, I feel like it opens me back up. Like, who needs Claritin or fucking, uh, what's the other fucking one that's a little tiny and pink? Benadryl. Allegra. Who needs that shit? Okay. Allegra. Uh, Clonopin. Whatever. Why? Wh- Oxycontin. Drugs. Yep. Yep. Why would you need any of those when you could just drink a LaCroix? Opens Very everything true. up. Every disease is just something being closed. And I'm telling you right now, all LaCroix does is open things up. Wow, Case, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. he, he... Talk about him. Talk about him. It's relevant. We're relevant. He, he talked about possibly injecting um, disinfectant into the vascular system. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea, personally. Um, yeah. I'd want to see more tests done on it. Mm-hmm. But to follow that up, what if we just had an IV of LaCroix Mm -hmm. being injected to COVID-19 patients. Be careful. That's all I'm going to say, because the minute you start revealing the medicinal nature of LaCroix publicly, anybody that makes drugs of any kind is going to be after you. How do you feel about people that say that LaCroix just tastes like TV static or like somebody sprayed Febreze in your mouth? I think that they have the intellectual palate of a five-year-old. I know many five-year-olds that can handle a good LaCroix better than some of these chumps who don't know, who don't understand flavor. That's really what it gets down to. Yeah. It's a lack of, experience these are i'm guessing the same people who eat the same thing for lunch and dinner every single day they don't mm-hmm. want to broaden their horizons no say oh it tastes it, it tastes like like somebody ate a strawberry and then burped in your in your mouth and i'm like how how have you ever experienced that sensation no Somebody once said that their chapstick has more flavor than a LaCroix. And to that, I said, you don't know what flavor is. We live in a world where flavor is always thrown at you. It's McDonald's this, the Burger King that. Wendy's is throwing a breakfast menu at us now. And I'm saying, hold back. Maybe every once in a while, I want to find my flavor. I want it to be a curious journey that I go on. And LaCroix allows me to do that. The, the the flavor isn't there to grab. It's there to search for. It's there to thrive. Yeah, it's not a toxic, the labyrinth of flavor. It's not a toxic relationship. It's not a a, a, a manipulative relationship. It, it at its very core is pure love. I think that the Lacroix wants what's best for the person drinking it. Mm. Hmm. Its purpose is to nurture. Yeah. And nature at the same time. Both. Psychiatrists and psychologists and pseudoscientists and cosmogologists may disagree, but us professional LaCroix drinkers know that nothing nurtures and natures the soul more than sipping on that sweet, sweet static juice. How much have you have left? Do you have that much left? I'm I'm near last sip. I'm I'm down. I'm down. I'm not at the last sip. I can get there though. Mm, I hate to rush you. I really do. No, sometimes we you need to have a gulp. I like to sip the Lacroix after mm. all these years of drinking it, but sometimes mm. you do need to have a little gulp. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Just to like you, you, you can only tease yourself with sipping for so long. I find. Not yeah you just every once in a while you need a big gulp because that's how you get the that's how you get the big burps yeah i feel which is the uh, 
the, the catharsis. Aspect, yeah. If we're talking about the Freytag's pyramid, it's it's the release of the tension. And I I, I know I'm going to be wiser after finishing this Lacroix. To yeah. hell with smart water. Only thing that's only water that's making me oh. smarter. Spelled L A C R O I X. Baby. Lacroix. Yep. And Lacroix, I. Baby. Would, I just want to let our listeners know if you're thinking about getting into this, I will say I support it. Mm-hmm. But it is a slippery slope. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's like morphine. You need to watch yourself. Yeah. You, it's an addiction. Don't don't go to the store and find the hibiscus. Take it home and think that think that you're going to find the journey. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. Would you go to India without stopping at every single country on the way first? No. No. That's not how planes work. Planes land in every country they cross before they get to the one you're trying to go to. Have I been in a plane before? No. Has my cousin told me about it? Yes. You got to start with a citrus. Yep. A lemon or a lime. Hell, I'd include an orange, but not a tangerine. A tangerine, people get those mixed up. There is a, if, you, if you can't tell the difference between an orange and a tangerine, then you should not be drinking a tangerine LaCroix. That's no, down the you road. you probably won't. You probably will Proving never. Proving our, our earlier point, you, you won't enjoy. If you can't tell the difference between orange or tangerine, then you will not enjoy a LaCroix because your intellectual palate is not expansive enough. Mm-hmm. But mm. once you get past those first levels, those bare bones citruses, excluding tangerine or pomplamoose, those are in a world of their own. You want to start taking in a mixed berry, and then you can gradually work your way down to a coconut, perhaps a limoncello, even a key lime. A key lime is different from a lime. Yeah, it's very different. People that make that mistake really baffle me. Tangerine and orange, I can understand. The cans look similar, but... Key lime and lime are whole are completely different things. No, which one do you like better, or is that for another episode? Mm, that might have to be for another episode. Okay. I feel like we've packed this one with too much. Well, I see that you are done with yours, and I have just finished mine as well. Are we yeah. ready to rate? Yes. Okay. I've been pondering this about how I would rate this Lacroix. And I think that if I had to give it out of, out of a six star system, out of a six gold star system, I'd give it four and a half silver stars. Okay. Right. Does that seem adequate? Do you concur or do you have a different, do you have a different? No, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's very up there. My, what I was thinking on rating it, um, on the Michelin star scale, it's about mm-hmm. one and three quarters Michelin stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you went for the old Michelin system. So just to reiterate, I'm going to give it four and a half silver stars out of, five, out of six gold stars. That's, that's, that's my gold, final yeah. answer. I'll buzz that one in. Okay, and I am 1.75, one and three quarters for our fraction lover listeners out there. Decimal um, fractions, we work in both. three Michelin stars. Mm-hmm. 
And I think for me, it's because I don't think it's the best flavor, but I do think it's damn good. And it's mm-hmm. a great control group if you want to really get into this. It's a place to start. Water. Yes. Yep. It's the ground zero of the World Trade Center. The old one or the new one? The new one. Oh, of course. Sorry, I wasn't sure. I had to double check that one. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on our first episode of La Boys. If there's any flavors that you would like us to try again in the near future, please send us a tweet our way. And if you would like to be a special guest or know any LaCroix aficionados, please have this have them contact us individually to see if they'd like to be in the podcast and talk about their passion and their favorite flavor. Chris, anything to add? Thanks for having me, Case. I can't wait to see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Have a lovely, peaceful LaCroix time. Pestilence.